your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez. And you'll probably figure it out as we go through this episode that I record this episode right after the Golden Knights lost to the Minnesota Wild in Game 1 in overtime. Uh, I don't even have – I didn't even write down any talking points or any scripts for this episode. I just want to go over my initial and quick reactions – and then, and then go maybe pick myself up a little bit and try to talk about something a little bit more optimistic and try not to be all doom and gloom uh, right away later in the show as I recover from this game. Obviously, it's a very, very disappointing loss for the Golden Knights. Uh, 1-0 in overtime and... I thought the Golden Knights played a really good game, especially Marc-Andre Fleury, who really made the game what it is. The the Minnesota Wild had a lot of really good opportunities, and Marc-Andre Fleury stood tall. The only time the Minnesota Wild scored in overtime was when... Alec Martinez, who is known to be a really good shot blocker and someone who who is really good defensively, does what he does best and block the shot. But the puck really bounced in a funny way straight to Flurry, and then because of that, it was it was deflected on the opposite direction that Flurry was going, and the the puck just bounced. Like unfortunately, to uh, in in the Wild's favor and past Mark Andre Fleury, and there's there's a lot more to that goal coming out to the goal. William Carlson won the the faceoff cleanly, which you expect would be a good possession a good possession for Vegas, but Alex Petrangelo kind of whiffed on his clear out attempt. And that, you know, that happened sometimes. I thought Petro had actually a pretty good game all said and done. But that one mistake really cost them, you know. And next thing you know, it leads to Erickson Neck in front of the net. And things happen. Bad bounces happen. And it was just unfortunate. I, I got to also give credit to Cam Talbot on the other side, who who was fantastic, especially in that first period where the Golden Knights outshot the Minnesota Wild 20-5. It's, it's, it's really, like I said, it's a really, really disappointing, like it's a heartbreaking loss, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I actually didn't want to record this episode, but, you know... Uh, might as well talk about it, right? I thought I thought Nick Hague had a really good game. I thought he, he had he had a few really good moments. Um, a lot of players had a really like it was a really good game for both teams. I thought the 
the first period was very lopsided in the Golden Knights' favor, but unfortunately, it didn't result any into any goals. That's if the Golden Knights got at least one goal from that fierce first period, the, the tone of the game would have totally been different. The the Minnesota Wild then woke up starting from the second period, and it was a little bit more even since then. And I thought the Golden Knights also did a really good job in limiting Kaprizov. It was really hard for him to find space and do what he does best. Um, Ryan Hartman is gonna see Flurry in his <laughs> in his dreams tonight because he he's Flurry robbed him like six times throughout the throughout the game. That that's a lot of credit to Flurry, but also the defense. The defense really needs to step up next game and um, li- really limit those opportunities because Flurry can't. We we gotta give Flurry some help. Uh, he ha- he really had to carry uh, the teams on his back this game. But it's 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 a difficult difficult pill to swallow, especially now that Minnesota took home ice advantage uh, from Vegas. Now Vegas has to win in St. Paul at least three times. No, wait. At least once. They need they need to win in St. Paul at least once. And to, uh, the game on Tuesday is pretty much a must win for Vegas. I If, if you lose twice in home ice to open up the, se- the series, it's 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 gonna be a really really tough hill to 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 climb, and um, I'm just looking at it that way. You know, it's especially if you have a history of struggling in the other team's home ice. Now, I thought the fourth line had their moments. I don't think they played a lot. Also, Pete DeBoer really shuffled the lines uh, right around the middle of the s- second period. Uh, the line started with Noshik, the uh, Noshik, Stevenson, and Stone at the top line, and then by the uh, by around the middle of the second period, Alex Stuck was in the top line with with Mark Stone and Stevenson. Which I don't know why it wasn't like that to start the the game, but they got there and I thought they played well. I think uh, the only line that wasn't touched was the misfit line of Marshall So Carlson and Smith and I thought that they played also played really well. They generated a lot of chances, but like I said, none of it went through because Cam Talbot was fantastic. You know, you gotta give credit to where it's due. Also the Minnesota defense was Really good in clearing up the rebounds when Talbot didn't uh, couldn't handle them, and it, they were they did a really good job for on keeping the Golden Knights uh, away in front of the in front of Talbot. Uh, the Golden Knights had a lot of quantity, but the I think the quality goes to Minnesota. Minnesota had a lot of high quality chances. It's not like Vegas didn't have them too, but I think. Vegas, if you look at the shot, if you just look at the shot counter, I think it's really not indicative of how the game went. I think Vegas had a lot of shots from a little bit of the outside. It's uh, like I said, they they have they had a really hard 
time penetrating the Minnesota defense. Um, I, I know I'm sounding a little bit doom and gloom right now, but it's just my initial reaction. I'm going to talk about a little bit more optimistic stuff um, later on in uh, on the show. But first, let me tell you guys about Credit Karma. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card and if you win, you will be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfers limits apply. All right, now I'm just going to try to move on from this doom and gloom attitude, okay? Uh, It's only one game, and there's still a lot of series left. So what can the Golden Knights do to really come back from this hole that they dug themselves into, okay? First of all, we don't know what the health is for Max Pacioretty. I feel like Max Pacioretty could make a total difference in this matchup. I feel like he's he's close, and games like the, these, a, a pure goal scorer like Max Pacioretty would have helped a lot, <laughs> especially if you look at the score. Um, it's good news that we know that Alec Martinez is back, and same with Thomas Noshik and Ryan Reeves. It gives us healthy bodies, and I think uh, Patrick Brown was also in the warm-ups. So I'm... I, I where I'm hopeful that Max Pacioretty will be back next next game, and I think that gives the Golden Knights the boost they need. I think the Golden Knights just needs to on def, on the defensive side. I they need they need to just keep doing what they were doing. I thought they were pretty good defensively. They like I said, they limited a lot of Kaprizov's chances and a lot of his skill. They they really shut shut him down for most of the game. They need to shut down the depth of the Minnesota Wild. The Wild is really deep. Their bottom six line scores a lot. If you look at the score, the the point distribution for the goal uh, for the Minnesota Wild throughout the season, there it's actually very well distributed. That's just a good testament to their depth. Now the Golden Knights need to match that depth. The Alex Stuck, the 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 Matthias Janmark, the the, the Nick Waz, and the Colasars of the of the team need to really step up and get those goals. And speaking of Janmark, I have been quite disappointed in his production. Other than the, that one game, his first game with the Golden Knights, he looked fantastic. It was the line of the Janmark, Noshik, and Tuck line. 
they I remember that game. I, I can't remember who we played, but they looked fantastic. They looked like they were they had an extra step. But since then, Jan Marcus has really been invisible to me. Maybe they should bring that line back together, especially if Pacioretty's healthy. Maybe bring back the Jan Mark Noshik Tuck line. Maybe they get get that spark that they had. Maybe Noshek, who hasn't played in almost a month, can get some of that spark back because we need him. We need that depth scoring, especially when the top line is not. Mark Stone barely had a he had a, he had a few good chances. There was that one chance where he just basically tried to do it all himself. He went coast to coast. He didn't score, but he did draw a penalty. Now. That's one thing Mark Stone can do. He can really take it up a notch. But that was the only really good scoring chance he had throughout the game. They really shut him down. It's because when you're in a line with Chandler Stevenson and at that time, Matias Yanmark, who are not a threat. Maybe Stevenson a little bit. But yet when you get Yanmark there... They just focused on Mark Stone, and they really shut down Mark Stone the way the Golden Knights shut down Kaprizov. If you have Max Pacioretty on that line, that's a total, totally different because you can't just focus on Mark Stone because Max Pacioretty is a big threat too. So that's and that's another thing. They need, then the power play, they really. I, I keep harping on this. I keep going back. It's been like. Five episodes now. I feel I'm talking about the power play. God, um, there. Vegas had I think three power plays that game, and none of them had really any good one. The only the best one I remember was William Carlson with Riley Smith on the screen, and I think it was either shot wide or blocked. Can't remember now, but. That's been an issue. If they converted one of those power plays, Vegas probably would have won this game. Um, Flurry really deserved that win. Flurry was just fantastic. Like, if if they scored that, they wouldn't have gone to overtime, and Vegas would have won. But I think Vegas still was the better team overall that game. They, I think they, like I said, they had a lot of chances to control the puck most of the game. And Minnesota just had that one chance at the end that really kind of broke the Golden Knights' back. Vegas just really need to rebound next game. And we've seen the, the Golden Knights rebound after a tough loss. And they normally are really good with it. This is the playoffs, and I, be- I still believe the Golden Knights can really take this series back. I think they're going to win the next two games. And I think that the Golden Knights just have the playoffs experience that the Minnesota Wild doesn't have. I mean, the Golden Knights has been on the playoffs every year, and the the, the Wild are still a very young team. So I believe the Golden Knights have that mentality to still come back from this disappointing loss. But now the game we got to move on to Tuesday and it's gonna like I say it's gonna be tough who's gonna be in the lineup by then 
Do you? I think they should call up one of. I think I did this during on the Friday's episode. I said that they should call up Cody Glass. Cody Glass, I think, has the skill they need to really spruce up the bottom six uh, that they're lacking. The bottom six is just physical and I, I can see this series really going physical we've seen it already there was a lot of, especially late in the game it got it started to get really chippy i thought ryan reeves also had a few really good hits and Braden mcnab too uh there was a high stick that wasn't called on alex tuck it's like i said before the golden like the the ref swallowed the whistles more often than not in the playoffs and you you've seen it today uh, they need to make some changes to really get some scoring because I was what point is this lack of scoring gonna creep in to the heads of the players especially with la- how last season ended but to the credit of the Golden Knights last season they did start off pretty hot against the Chicago Blackhawks they scored well against them so it it just shows you that every season is going to be different but uh we're just gonna have to see on tuesday and i'm gonna talk about it a little bit more in tomorrow's episode uh in in previewing that game but there is gonna be a game on i'm recording this on sunday and there's gonna be another game tonight for Henderson, uh, for a, a Henderson Silver Knight game tonight, so uh, I'm gonna talk quickly talk about the their playoff, uh, the way their play, how their playoffs is gonna look because they're also gonna play uh, a play a quick playoff series. But let me tell you about Built Bar first. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, including occasional limited time flavors? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and my personal favorite, salted caramel. I'm just a caramel guy. I love caramel, and this one tastes so good. And it's healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, but only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar. A couple of them has 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, and only 5 grams of sugar. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and you get the raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. If you haven't tried any of the flavors, you can get the mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 off BuiltBar.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet in all sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, so you can track all the actions at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore and this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoff head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus or your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts use promo code locked on 
Okay, now that we got game one out of the way, I kind of just want to sit back, relax, and just you know let it let it let it flow. Uh, I want to change the subject real quick and go back to the Henderson Silver Knights, who uh, the time I am recording this is about to play the Bakersfield Condors. This game actually means nothing to either teams. The Silver Knights, as as you know, clinched the first seed and the Condors is gonna play the San Diego Gulls as the second seed. Now, the there's still some seeding going on at the bottom four teams, but... They're going to play a play-in series where four teams, the four seed is going to go against the seventh seed and the five seed is going to go on the sixth seed. They're all going to be one games and the winner of that small series is going to play Henderson at Henderson. All three games is going to be in Henderson because it's going to be a best of three series. Now it's either going to be San Jose Barracuda, Colorado Eagles, Ontario Reign, or Tucson Roadrunners. The the games start on May. The playing series starts on May 18th, which is on Tuesday, and um, it's the same day as the Golden Knights game too. But we don't really need to worry about that because that's the playing series. There's going to be uh, a total of two games. The three games and then two rounds, pretty much. The the Silver Knights have somewhat of a quote unquote bye week because of that. Well, it's like a bye day because the Golden uh, the Silver Knights. Uh, it's it's sorry the, Sil- the Silver Knights is gonna play on May twenty fourth. Their first quote unquote playoff series is gonna be on May twenty fourth. Now that's about a week off. From them, it's a week and a day off because they their last game of the regular season is on Sunday, uh, which as I'm recording is tonight. And I think this is an opportunity for the Golden Knights to try. I know it's tough to see like rookies and stuff and what they can do in the playoffs, but like I said, I really want to see Cody Glass in in in. In this playoff series, uh, a lot of people are already labeling him a bust, but I still have a lot of faith in the kid. I've seen what he can do on the HL and the WHL. This guy has has the skills to be a successful NHL player, and I think during this time, and and be, he's not going to be playing any games for a week. Just call him up. I rather see him right now, to be honest with you, than Yanmark. Uh, so they they should give it a shot. Maybe even Dugan. I just want a, a small change in the lineup just to get this scoring going with the Golden Knights. Now, I'm sorry to rant about the Golden Knights again. I like I said, I wasn't going to uh, just want to move on now. But I'm probably gonna talk about it a little bit more tomorrow. But this is a Golden Knights podcast, and. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'll see you guys tomorrow, and hopefully the game has a, be- a better results for the Golden Knights because this is a very, very important game for them. I, I A lot of people 
might say it is – I think it is a must win for me because losing both games at home when you're the higher seed is such such a bad way to start a series. But yeah, I uh, – if you want to listen to a full preview of the Wild versus the Golden Knights, I did record a – crossover series with the Locked On Wild podcast host, Seth uh, Topol. Uh, it is out right now and all your wh- – wherever you're listening to this, it is it is there. It is out right now. So go ahead and give it a listen and go give uh, Seth a follow at Seth Topes on Twitter. But that's about it for me today. Uh, hopefully everybody feels better. Uh, this is a tough loss, and hopefully Tuesday uh, is a little bit more feel-good. Yeah, I still don't know how to, uh, to end an episode, so I'll see you then. Thanks for listening.